you ready? Ready. So tonight we have gathered to celebrate this feast of the Lord, and we're concluding our series on the Ruach. Rabbi Michael and I have been talking about the Ruach in our messages for a month. As I said in the, earlier in this service, these are called Moedim uh, in the Hebrew scriptures, uh, meaning appointed times. And at these appointed times, God has some spiritual truth that he is emphasizing, not that it's not true the rest of the year, but on this feast, he is focusing on, on certain spiritual truth that has to do with harvest and with the outpouring of his ruach. When we turn into the new covenant, we read what happened on Shavuot in Acts chapter 2. The followers of Yeshua were filled with the ruach, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I don't have a PowerPoint, so you can shut that down so you can receive Thank you, Dan, for filling in there for us. So what was the purpose of them being filled with the Ruach? We've shared this verse from Acts 1 many times in this series, and I want to share it again tonight and look at it for a brief moment. Verse 4 of Acts 1, at one of these gatherings, he instructed them, his Talmudim, not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father promised, which you heard about from me. For Yochanan used to immerse people in water, but in a few days you will be immersed in the Ruach HaKodesh. Verse 8, but you will receive power when the Ruach HaKodesh comes upon you. You will be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Yehuda and Shomron, indeed, to the ends of the earth. These men and women went to that upper room and they waited for the promised Ruach HaKodesh Holy Spirit. Why did they need to encounter him? because he would empower them for the spiritual harvest. Yes, they were changed and transformed from the inside out, as we talked about in our series, but it didn't just stop with a personal transformation. The transformation led them to change the atmosphere of their society and spread the good news of Messiah throughout the known world, seeing hundreds of thousands of Jewish people and Gentiles come to faith in the Messiah. And tonight, Adonai wants us to have the same transformational experience with his Ruach. How can that take place? I think we can learn from these first century Talmudim and follow in their footsteps. I only have two points. I told you it's a short message here tonight. What did these men and women do that enabled them to be filled with his ruach? The first thing is they believed. Turn to your neighbor and said they believed. When Yeshua told them to go back to Jerusalem to wait for the promise from the Father, they did not hesitate. They didn't ask what promise. They didn't try to analyze what he meant by the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. They simply believed that God was going to give them this good gift. I'm sure they remembered Yeshua's words from earlier before he died on the tree of sacrifice. And we read that in Luke 11 where he said, Which father among you would give a snake to your child if the child asked for a fish? If a child asked for an egg, which father would give the child a serpent? 
if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You see, they believed that God would do what he said. And in Acts 2, after they were filled with the Ruach, with the evidence of speaking in tongue, Kepha got up and he spoke a message and he quoted the promise that Adonai gave in Joel chapter 2, where he said, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your sons and daughters. That's why our young people are here with us. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. I'm in between. I'm dreaming dreams and I'm seeing visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in these days. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Again, your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions, even on my servants, both men and women. He repeats it several times in those three verses. I will pour out my spirit. These men and women, Jewish men and women, they knew this promise from Joel. They knew what Yeshua had spoke to them, and they simply believed that God was going to do what he said. And we must believe that God has promised and that he keeps his promise. We recite every week in the Haftorah blessing that not one of your good promises has ever failed. In other words, he is a keeper of his word. Amen? We need to believe that tonight. Then they acted on what they believed. They gathered in that upper room and they walked in with expectation in their hearts. They waited there for 10 days. My husband and I were talking about this at dinner time. So Yeshua walked with them for 40 days. And then the last 10 days of counting the Omer, he, they were on their own. What does 10 signify? Ten Commandments, the Torah, right? So this it represents the giving of the Torah, connecting the Torah with the outpouring of the Spirit because we cannot work out the Torah on our own, can we? But with the power of the Ruach, we are enabled to walk out of the Torah. So they acted. And you have come here tonight, which is a sign of the fact that you believe God wants to do something or you wouldn't be here. But in a few minutes, you will be asked to act further on your belief that Adonai wants to pour out his ruach by coming forward and receiving prayer. In other words, we must demonstrate that we believe with our actions. I want to tell you right now that doubt will try to invade your heart and my heart and mine and hinder us. But you and I must resist every spirit of hell trying to hold us back tonight. We must say no to doubt. We must say no to unbelief. Like the blind man I was reading in Yochanan when Yeshua came to him, and he, Yeshua asked him, and he said, I believe. And we need to declare that tonight. Can you declare it with me? I believe. I believe he is the God who speaks and does. I believe he is the God who keeps his promises. I believe he is going to fill us fresh and new tonight. 
I believe shackles are going to be broken off people's lives tonight. I believe we are going to experience more tonight than we have ever experienced before. I believe we are going to speak in tongues. I believe we are going to be filled and overflowing with the mighty presence of the Ruach HaKodesh that will take us to a new level in Adonai, in Messiah, that will transform and change transform and change not just me and you but our families our congregation our community and our world i believe i believe they believed and the second thing they did i told you it was a short message is they received friends it's not a mystery they simply received the promised gift from the father I've shared this illustration so many times before when I've been talking to people about what God wants to give them. So I have a gift here, right? So if I tell you I have a gift and I want to give you a gift, it's never going to be your gift if you don't receive it. Can I have a volunteer? Any volunteer? All right. So now I can tell Ray Lynn I have this gift. And she can look at this gift and you say, oh, that's a beautiful gift. Oh, did you wrap that bow? No, I did not. It came that way. And I can say, this gift is for you. And she can admire it. can say, oh, that's so lovely. That is so nice. I love that box. I love the sparkle. But is it her gift? No, because I still have it. This gift will never be hers if she does not receive it. So she has to receive the gift. She says, you want the gift? Oh, I want the gift, but she has to receive it. And when she takes it, she has to unfold it and open it up and receive what is inside the, the, the box to open and receive. Yeah. All right. So she has received the gift that I had to give tonight. You can keep what's inside. I just like the box back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you don't admire the, the gift box. You don't admire the beauty of it. You just receive the gift. Think about the kids. I was surprised no kid came running up here. Okay, kids love gifts. You know, and you take all, I mean, I'm glad for all the gift bags they now give. And this was a prefab box, which was nice. I'm one of the worst gift wrappers ever, you know. My edges do not go nicely and things like this. But let's face it. When those kids get that gifts, they're not taking their time open them up. They tear into that package like there is no tomorrow. Why? Because they want what's inside. They want that gift. The same with you and me. We should want the gift that God has to give to us. What did Yeshua tell us? Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. And earlier in Matthew, he says, Blessed are those who hunger, hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Are you hungry tonight? Do you long for more? Adonai says he will fill us. In a few moments, I'm going to call the prayer team forward. And they're going to lay hands on you and pray for you. What is going to happen? 
Adonai is going to give you his ruach and you will speak in tongues. It says in Acts 2.4, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is a fulfillment of the prophecy in Joel. It is a very Jewish thing. People wonder, what does tongues have to do with being Jewish? Listen to this quote from Philo, a Jewish historian, who is describing what took place at Mount Sinai when the Torah was given. And he's not the only one that gives this description. Then from the midst of the fire, remember when, when Moses received and he's up, the fire came down, thundering and all this going on. Then from the midst of the fire that streamed from heaven, there sounded forth in their utter amazement a voice. For the flame became articulate speech in the language familiar to the audience. And so clearly and distinctly were the words formed by it that they seemed to see them rather than hear them. What does it say in Acts 2? They were like tongues of fire resting on them. These Jewish people in this upper room, they were not surprised. They were not spooked by this flames of fire or this speaking in this other language. Why? Because they knew of their history. They knew what the, the uh, Jewish tradition said about what took place at Mount Sinai. And Jewish tradition says that those voices represented the 70 languages of the earth. God wants to fill us tonight. How will you speak in tongues, you ask? I heard a story about a believer who said if God wants him to speak in tongues, well, he'd have to do all the work. Very stubborn. But that's not how it happens, friend. I want to share this author's experience, this author's explanation, and then I want you to be ready because we're going to pray. This author said, nowhere in the Bible does it say that the Holy Spirit speaks in tongues or speaks for you. You must make the choice to receive, there's that word, to receive the Holy Spirit and act, there's that again, upon it as he gives you utterance. In other words, you must choose to speak by faith as the Holy Spirit acts upon your vocal organs. You must put the sound to what the Holy Spirit is doing. He goes on to further explain as he encourages his pe people on receiving the Ruach. Just as some people fear the unknown, they can fear praying in tongues. They call it gibberish, weird, or unbiblical. Some even fear they will receive an evil spirit instead of the Holy Spirit. However, the Bible states very clearly in Luke 11, which we read, that God is a good father who will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. This means you can be assured you will not receive an evil spirit. Furthermore, he says in 1 Corinthians 14, it says one who speaks in an unknown tongue, and that's what we're speaking in, speaks not unto men but to God, for no one understands because of the Holy Spirit. He utters secret truths and things hidden, not obvious to the understanding. So praying in tongues, he says, is your secret prayer language with God, and it is not for everyone else to understand. It is you speaking directly to God as the Holy Spirit utters through you. And that's what's going to take place tonight. So my word to you and question to you, are you ready to receive? Are you ready to receive? I'm going to call the ministry team up to come forward. And I want to encourage each person to receive from Adonai tonight. You might say, Rabbi Carol, I have already been filled with the Ruach and I already speak in tongues. That's great. So have I. I've been speaking in tongues all day. We were here early. I prayed around this whole sanctuary speaking in tongues. But I want to tell you right now, I am not leaving this sanctuary until I 
and prayed for. All right, I'm not going to be prayed for first. I'm going to be one of the last ones prayed, but I am going to be prayed for. Why? Because I want more. And I know God has more for me to receive. Well, is that biblical, Rabbi Carol? I know all these thoughts going through your head, so let me tell you, yes, it is. Because we read in the book of Acts that the Talmudim were filled at least three times recorded. I think more, but three times it records that the same men and women who were in the upper room were filled with the Spirit two or three other times. And God wants to do the same for you and me tonight. So I want everyone to receive prayer. If you have never been filled with the Ruach, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, then when you come up for prayer, you just say, I've not spoken in tongues before. And then we will know and we'll pray for you. If you've been filled with the Ruach and you speak in tongues, just say, I want more. And we're just going to pray that God gives you more. Amen. So this is what we're going to do. So Rabbi Michael is going to, to, uh, to start our music here. And Edie's going to put it at the right uh, volume here. And uh, we're going to just ask you to come forward. I'm going to pray a prayer over the sanctuary. But I'm going to encourage everyone to come forward. And as you come forward, focus on Adonai and receiving what he wants to impart to you. Don't focus on the people around you. Don't focus on who's praying for you. Don't focus who's praying for your neighbor. Don't focus on what you hear going. You are just here. It's you and God. You want to receive what he has for you. Not what he has for me. Not what he has for the pure. You want to receive what God has for you today. And I want to encourage you, if you are watching online, and you may say, well, there is no one at home to pray for me. I've shared this story before. In the congregation I grew up, there was a man who so desperately wanted to be healed with the Ruach, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And he would come forward for prayer uh, over and over again, and it just wasn't happening. And one night he was at home in his bathtub, and the Holy Spirit came upon him, and he was filled and began to speak in tongues. So I want to tell those who are watching us at home, you just need to lift your hands. and You need to say, God, I am here to receive what you have for me. And I want you to write to us and encourage us what God does in your life tonight because he wants to fill you. So if you're on YouTube or Facebook, God is right there, and he wants to give you a fresh impartation. So let me pray. Stand to your feet. You're going to come forward. You come forward and just fill this front and begin to seek, and we'll be make our way through praying. We have uh, Roberta and Abigail who's going to help uh, direct people and make sure that we're praying for everyone, and our ushers will be there at the back. Once you receive prayer and you feel to go to your seat, just pray for everyone else who's still getting prayer. Just keep an atmosphere you know, of worship to God. As, as others are receiving prayer. So Adonai, I thank you, God, for what you want to do here tonight. God, we are ready. We are ready to receive. Lord, as you swept through that room in Acts chapter 2, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would sweep through this room and you would touch every single person who comes before you tonight and you would fill them fresh and new. God, you would be, fill them with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Pour out your spirit tonight, God. We are desperate for more of you, God. Pour out your spirit. Revive us. In Yeshua's name, amen. Come forward, just fill this front and begin to seek God. Faithful. 
Just come on to the front, just spread across the front, and the prayer team will work out. So everyone just come up here to the front and just lift your hands up. To me, that's a good way, a sign of surrender, to say, God, I'm here to receive. So just make your way up here. The prayer team will be making their way through. So just come and just begin to seek God. So again, you just come here. This, If I was you, this is what I'd do. I'd come up, put my hands in there, and say, God, let me receive what you have for me. And our prayer team is going to come and be praying for you. So fall on me. And we are hungry 